Welcome, friends, to another episode of Chris in the Classroom. I'm Chris. This is my classroom. Friends, today we are going to break apart and talk about this whole Momo challenge, Momo game, Momo whatever it is. We're going to break it apart and we're going to talk about it because I've gotten so many questions and... Uh, there's just so much stuff going around, so much fear, so much worry. So hopefully today we're going to be able to put put a little bit of the fear, uh, squelch a little bit of the fear, put it down a little bit, and really look at it for what it is or what it's not, because there's a lot going around saying that it's a hoax. So we're going to talk about that today. So let's get started. The Momo Challenge, the Momo Game. Um, I know everybody's probably seen the, the crazy looking picture that's been circulated around uh, social media. I mean, honestly, uh, it's just a, a, a shot of, it looks like a woman's face. A woman's face, uh, black hair, eyes bulging out, um, creepy smile. Um, honestly, in my opinion, it looks like it looks like something out of uh, Beetlejuice. You know, the, the old Tim Burton's uh, Beetlejuice movie and just some of the crazy things. It, it, um, it looks like a piece of Tim Burton's artwork, honestly, <laughs> if you've seen any Tim Burton movies. That's what it looks like. But either way, it's creepy. Or it looks like the the girl from uh, The Ring, if you remember the movie The Ring. It, I mean, it's kind of creepy looking, not going to lie. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, that's the only picture that's being circulated, is just you just see this scary face. But if you dig hard enough and you don't fall victim to some of the you know, some of the stuff that's being shared about it, if you dig hard enough, you will find that this woman picture thing, face, is actually connected to a bigger sculpture. So it's a woman's head, I guess, woman's head on the body of a bird type looking thing. And it's it's just a sculpture. It's a piece of, I don't want to say it's art, but it's a piece of artwork, I guess. And somebody just took a picture of that and now that picture represents the Momo challenge. Okay, so one of the things that's going around about it is that this is a woman that has been cursed. She's been cursed. And that is what she looks like now because of the Momo challenge. Okay, no. Um, it, it it's not a cursed woman. It's a sculpture. And actually in the picture, when the picture is zoomed out, there's actually a little girl standing there looking at this sculpture. So not a cursed woman by any stretch of the imagination. But what's the story that is going along with this Momo game, the Momo challenge? So in this, um, apparently the game involves uh, adding a phone number that is said to belong to Momo or, you know, going through a, an app or something like that, um, contacting this Momo character. And, uh, then this Momo character apparently sends a series of challenges via text message or emails. And, uh, the challenges are anything from, I've seen, uh, you know, dump bleach on yourself, um, go get a razor blade and cut your brother, um, all, and, and ultimately up to, you know, killing, it, it, enticing the uh, victim or enticing the person to kill themselves, uh, committing suicide. Now, I can't say, I mean, I, and honestly, this is freaky, that something out there is uh, is coaxing kids into doing something like this obviously now what's the 
What's the consequence if they don't? Well, according to so many things that I've read, um, I, I've read anything from, you know, if you don't do this, you like Momo will curse you. Or, I mean, I've even read, too, kind of like the Blue Whale Challenge, if y'all remember the Blue Whale Challenge. Um, you know, if you don't do this, um, something will happen to your family. Something will happen to your brother, your sister, your parents. You know, I will come and kill, you know, something like that and burn your house down. So anyway, there's there's threats along with it. So if the players don't compete or don't complete the challenges, they're reported. Or I'm sorry, not reported. They're reportedly threatened with with being cursed with an evil spell or some kind of harm to them or their family. Um, so there, I mean that yeah, that's that's freaky, and that I mean it's it's obviously you know something to be to be worried about. Um, but. The thing is, yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now. It's it's the bust of a woman with bird feet, and it's uh, a Japanese doll artist that created the doll named Momo. Um, so there you go. It's it it's the picture of a doll. So it's not a cursed woman or anything like that. And um, so obviously, then the final challenge urges them to take their own lives. Now, here's the thing. It's been showing up on different apps like WhatsApp and then um, uh, YouTube and Peppa Pig. And Peppa, there's a lot of stuff in the, in the news lately about Peppa Pig and just how different things are showing up in YouTube videos and themes in YouTube videos. Um, so YouTube, WhatsApp, uh, Fortnite, or as I like to say, Forkknife. Uh, and then even about a year ago is when I first kind of started seeing this surface. It even goes into Minecraft and things like that. Pretty much anywhere that has a, an internet connection or, or a data connection that that kids spend their time in. Because obviously this is harming, this is aimed at harming children. So parents, should you be concerned about this? Well, it depends. It depends on what you read. A lot of news outlets, and I'm going to throw this in there, a lot of credible news outlets, because that's important, credible news outlets have come out and said that, you know, despite the hysteria, um, Mo, there's really no evidence of Momo actually being able to harm somebody. Or, you know, even that saying that the threat is not there. It's kind of, it's, they're, they're saying it's like an urban legend. I don't know. I mean, apparently there's no, there haven't been any credible links to, to prove anything. Um, several websites have said that there's a good deal of skepticism that remains about it, uh, that it may be even a hype or a hoax, as opposed to actually being, you know, really something of substance. But then you see something... Um, this article here, dailymail.com. I don't know the credibility of this uh, website, dailymail.com. Apparently they have some uh, TV outlets as well. Um, but there's a story on dailymail.com that says that a 12-year-old girl and a 16-year-old boy in Colombia, the, co the country of Colombia, I should say Colombia. That's fun to say, Colombia. They are said to have killed themselves after playing the suicide game, after seeing it on WhatsApp. Uh, the tragic death happened when within the space of 48 hours uh, in a, a town of Colombia. Um, they apparently, you know, sent the Momo the their phone number and then you know, started chatting back and forth and they had to complete these tasks. Otherwise they would be cursed. 12 and 16 years old, they would be cursed. 
And uh, apparently they practiced this game through, again, through WhatsApp and it invited them to hurt themselves, obviously. And then the ending uh, challenge was to uh, take their own lives. Now, I don't know the legitimacy of that. I'm going to throw that bumper out there. I don't know the legitimacy of that because there are several other sources, credible sources, credible sources that have said that, no, there is no substantial, no um, concrete claims that any anyone has fallen victim to this type of a thing. Um, a lot of the a lot of the hysteria actually started from a lady who posted this on Twitter and quote, Warning, please read. This is real. There's a thing called Momo that's instructing kids to kill themselves. Inform everyone you can, end quote. And then this mom's tweet was retweeted over 25,000 times, causing so much uh, pandemonium and hysteria. That uh, that little tidbit of info comes from my buddy Jeff Veely from his website, jeffveely.com. So uh, is it hysteria? Is it a hoax? There's really no way to tell. There's really not. Uh, Again, some things that I've read have said, yeah, there's been no substantiated uh, legitimate claims that anything has really happened because of this. And honestly, you know, I, I, I still haven't. I mean, that one article, I don't know how true it is. Obviously, this thing has circled the world. The The sculpture is from a Japanese artist and it's obviously gone all over the world. I mean, the internet is worldwide and, you know, some of these apps are are worldwide. So in recent weeks, we've all seen the articles and frantic Facebook posts, of course, uh, of the Momo Challenge. And it's a dangerous internet trend. It's not the first, though. It's the one right now that's making the most noise. It is not the first. It's not the first. There was the Blue Whale Challenge. Uh, I mean, there was the Tide Pod Challenge. Lord help us. There was the Condom Snorting Challenge. I mean, seriously, how are we... I'm not going to get on that. But, um, so kids, they hear the legend. And then they hear that Momo has hidden dangerous videos on YouTube. Well, if that's not enticing, hidden dangerous videos. I mean, as an adult, I'm like, ooh, what are the hidden dangerous videos? You know? So it's tempting. It's tempting. Um, and then it gets even boiled down to scarier. Don't watch YouTube kids or don't watch YouTube kids. That's a channel YouTube kids. Cause there's evil spirits on there that can kill you. They see us. They see the headlines and the Facebook posts and the news posts. And they are still, they're still going after you. But parents see all this stuff. They hear the warnings from their parents and they hear others, you know, and, um, they, I, honestly, I, I love this, this mom, uh, she wrote a uh, an article here. It's on a website called Stark Raving Mom. Stark Raving Mom. It, I guess it's a blog post, but I love this mom's uh, logic and mindset. I'm going to pull some things from this article. So uh, I'm going to give some credit here. Stark Raving Mom. It, this article is by Karen Hope Blatcher. And I love the way she boils some of this down and just how common sense she keeps it. And I love it. It's, when I read it, I was like, man, this is exactly what I was thinking. So, you know, there, there's always demons and dangers and things you can't protect yourself from. I mean, but here's the thing. That's not just over the internet. That's not just on social media. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And now when you think about it in terms of, of an internet predator, if somebody is hell-bent on doing harm to somebody else, doesn't matter if it's your kids, doesn't matter if it's you know adult to adult, it doesn't matter. If somebody is hell-bent on 
doing something to somebody else. They know exactly what their target is afraid of. They know, they know their target. They know their target audience. They know their target, I don't want to say audience, but they know their target victim. They know where they hang out. They know what they do. They know what gets to them. They know their patterns. They know the places they go. They know the games that they play. They know that stuff. So, I mean, obviously, if it's an internet predator, and now let's just get, let's just clear the the nonsense off the table, okay? There is no curse. There's no Momo curse, okay? There's no Momo curse. There's no freaky Momo, uh, you know, spirit that's going to descend upon the house, okay? Let's just be real. It, it It's not going to happen. This is, if this is a real, I'm going to say, if this is a real thing, if it's not a hoax, it's, there's somebody behind it. There is a human behind it, albeit a sick, twisted human, absolutely, but there is a human behind this. There is a human that is sending these messages. There is a human that has set up this, you know, this program to say and do these things. There is no curse. There is a human behind it. And even if it really is, if there really is a human behind it, there are ways now better than ever to track it down, should anything ever come of it. So put yourself in an internet predator's shoes. You know exactly what children are afraid of. You know what you're targeting. You know if they're on the internet, they're probably, you know where they're going. You know what they're watching. So if you, as an internet predator, if you go to the kid and where they're hanging out and you say, I am Momo, I can see you. I'm going to put a curse on you unless you do whatever I tell you to. Well, you're kind of turning them into like a, like a hostage situation almost. You're going to do this or else. And they're kids. Of course. Of course they're going to do it. They don't want to be hurt. They don't want any, they don't want to be cursed. They don't want anything to happen to their family or their friends. So they'll do whatever you want. They'll give up personal information. They'll send pictures. They'll talk to you. They'll, they'll self-harm. They'll do it. Now, I do want to address something. Uh, some of the questions that I've been getting from, from friends, uh, are sending me articles and somebody, one of my friends sent me a screenshot of, you know, you ask Siri, you know, what the Momo challenge is. And Siri, here's how Siri responds because Siri, you know, knows everything. Uh, <laughs> she says the Momo challenge is an alleged form of cyberbullying that spreads through social media and cell phones targeting children and adolescents. After, uh, after phone users are enticed to contact a user named Momo, they receive threats from the user and are instructed to perform a series of dangerous acts. So I'm going to back up. It says the Momo challenge is an alleged form of cyberbullying that spreads throughout social media. Okay, um, let's just cover that real quick. Uh, if you've hung out with me in the classroom here, if you've listened to or read or seen me live, you know I do not use that word bully very lightly. In fact, I hate it. Um, And you can go back through some of my other uh, workings and figure out why that is. But 
Um, to call the Momo challenge, to call this cyberbullying, I think that is wrong. I do not think it is cyberbullying at all. I think it's actually uh, harassment. It's over the lines of harassment. And I, I don't think harassment and bullying go hand in hand. A lot of people want to tie those together. This is not bullying, cyberbullying at all. It is somebody, if it's true, again, if it's true, it is somebody who is coercing a kid, an adolescent, to do something to harm themselves, to harm somebody else, and making threats if they don't do it. So it's almost like you're forcing somebody to harm themselves or harm somebody else. Yeah, that's not bullying, okay? That is harassment to the nth degree, to the one millionth degree. That is by far an illegal form of harassment. So please do not say this is a, I mean, you know, it's on Siri and Siri knows everything apparently. So it's already out there, but no, it is not cyberbullying. Bullying, if you've listened to anything else I've ever done, bullying is only about things that, that hurt your feelings, not hurt your body. That's objective harm, objective harm. There's laws against that. This is about things that hurt your feelings. Bullying is only about things that hurt your feelings. So it's, it's subjective harm. So it's the name calling, it's rumors, it's um, maybe a push or a shove here and there. It's uh, teasing, um, rude jokes, mean humor, things like that. So this is not bullying. So if 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 somebody says it's cyberbullying, no, it is not cyberbullying at all. It is an illegal form of harassment. So here's the thing, parents, what can you do? That's what everybody wants to know. If this thing is real, and I'm going to keep saying that just because me personally, people ask my opinion. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I mean, can it be? Absolutely. There could be some sicko out there doing something like that. Can it be real? Sure. I don't think so. Just because the majority of what I read has said that uh, there's no, there's been no substantiated, no credible claims of... Uh, of anybody actually falling victim to this. Yeah, there was that one article. I, again, I'm not sure the legitimacy of that article. It was in Colombia, South America. I don't know. I don't know. My opinion, I don't think so. But here's the thing. Parents, what can you do? Well, for one, you could, you should monitor what your kids are doing on their devices, on their electronics. That's their phone, that's their iPad, that's their tablets, that's uh, even if it's a school-issued uh, tablet or, or laptop or whatever, uh, on, their, on their video games. You know, Xbox, PlayStation, um, all that stuff, you know, that connects over the internet. That's how they can compete against, e against their friends uh, is over the internet. Watch their YouTube channels. Watch what they're watching on YouTube. Um, you know, all their apps that they have now, you know, the, the Instagram, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Snapchat, I'm on Facebook, I'm on all that stuff. But as parents, we need to be aware of what our kids are doing, who their, you know, quote unquote friends are on there, who they're connected with, you know, and here's the thing, some parents, I, I've suggested that to some parents before and they say, well, Chris, I don't want to, you know, invade my kid's privacy. You better not out of, you know, not out of trying to be a snoop or a spy, but no, it's for your kid's own good. And besides, you pay for the phone. You pay for the phone service. You pay for the internet. You have every right to. You have every right to say, 
Okay. You know, it's Friday or, you know, it's whatever day. Let me see your phone. Just show me around. And, and maybe not even in a, let me see your phone right now. No. Maybe just in a, hey, you know, show me some of your apps on there. Yeah, I just want to see. Yeah, I, I want to learn about it. Maybe out of, you know, it's an educational experience. Let them teach you. Mom, I don't want to. Jeez, Dad, you're so nosy. And then you can pull out the, Psh, if you want me to keep paying for it, then show me. And then you can see what they're doing. I've even heard of parents creating like, you know, ghost accounts or fake accounts or whatever for themselves. That way they can hop around on Instagram and Snapchat and things like that and just kind of see what all's on there. What kind of stuff can you find? I'll tell you right, right now, you can find a lot of crazy stuff. There's a lot of stuff, especially on like Twitter. And uh, there, there's, uh, there's one, it was Musical.ly, it's now called TikTok. There's a lot of stuff on there. You can send stuff back and forth. And if you search, it's not that hard to find, we'll just say some inappropriate things. So as parents, you need to be aware of what your kid is looking at and, and what your kid is doing on those apps. Now, I'm, I'm, obviously, give your kid the benefit of the doubt. Please give, your benefit, give the kid the benefit of the doubt. But you have every right to look at what they're doing. You have every right to look at what they're doing. And, you know, like I said, go create those ghost accounts. Go, go create a fake account and just kind of hop around there and see what kind of stuff is on there. And then once you're informed about the different apps and the different programs and things like that, then you can have a conversation. Have a family meeting. And just say, hey, look, I know X, Y, and Z is on this app. I know what kind of stuff is out there. Um, you know, and, and you come up with a plan that suits your family. You come up with a plan that suits your family dynamic, you know? And I've even heard of this before. I think this is a great idea. Um, family sit down and come up with a, a contract. They come up with a contract together, parents and kids together, come up with a contract of rules for technology, you know, okay, if I'm going to buy you this $8 billion iPhone, that's what they feel like they cost. But if I'm going to buy you this iPhone and you're going to be on my cell phone plan, 12-year-old who doesn't have a job, then we're going to have some ground rules. And you sit down and you come up with some ground rules, fair ground rules that, you know, the kid, let the kids have input in it and just say, okay, what do you think is a fair rule to have for you to have this phone? And I mean, and obviously you can, I mean, you're the, you're the parent, you can have your opinion in there too, but you know, phones are, you know, not allowed at the dinner table. Um, you know, no phone after, you know, 8 30, 9 o'clock at night, whatever. You know, don't take your phone in your room. Don't have technology. I mean, that's just a great parent advice anyway. Don't let your kids have their technology by themselves in their room alone with no supervision. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's a great, it's a great thing. It's a great thing to do. You know, my kids, they do not use the iPad out of our supervision. We're always there watching you know, making sure we know what they're watching and, uh, you know, and maybe even put a time limit on it or, I mean, just different things and make sure you put something in there that at any time mom and dad 
can look at your phone. We can go through your apps. You know, nothing will be password protected. I mean, as parents, I mean, you can even you can even set the password for the i the iTunes store or the app store. You can set that password. So set the password. Don't let them be able to download anything without your permission. You can do that. It's not being a tyrannical dictator. No. That sounds like a dinosaur, tyrannical dictator. Sorry, I'm back. You're not being a dictator. You're being a responsible parent. And if your kids don't like it, eh, they can have a flip phone. Remember flip phones? They were fun. How about a pager? need to bring back pagers. So come up with a contract with your kids. And, um, you know, make sure, you know, that it's agreed upon and, and have the kids come up with consequences too. You know, okay. If any of these rules are broken, what's a fair consequence? Why not? Makes sense. Hold them accountable. And then it just at random times when they don't expect it, just say, you know, Hey, let me see your phone. Let me go through your apps real quick. You know, it's phone check time or whatever. But don't schedule it because then they'll they'll just erase everything. But just do it at random times. Okay, hey, it's phone check time. You know? And then hold them accountable to those rules. So that's one. Long-winded. Sorry. It is your phone, by the way. You paid for it. It's your internet plan. Technically, it's your Xbox, too. But anyway. Um, so... Like I said, Momo is not a demon. It is a, there is a, if it, if it's true, if it's true, there is a person on the other end. It is a sick, twisted person, but there's a sick, twisted person on the other end of that. The, the picture is not a person. It is a sculpture. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a sculpture, uh, of a woman with bird legs it statue thing it's creepy looking but yeah so there's nothing crazy to really be afraid about and that's the second thing is don't freak out yes it's it's a crazy situation yes it's uh it's a if it is true it's terrible and it's sick and it's twisted absolutely but here's the thing you don't have to freak out you don't have to freak out and i know you want to i get it but don't freak out because if you freak out, they will freak out. You know, I mean, we don't just, just keep calm, stay calm. I tell this to parents who come to me about bullying. Like my kid's being bullied. Okay. Don't freak out because if you make a big deal of it, they will too. Okay. Let's just be honest. There's all kinds of sick, nasty, twisted stuff on the internet. There's all kinds of sick, nasty, twisted people on the internet. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, Momo, doesn't matter if it's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, doesn't matter. Even, I mean, you, I mean, they're, they're invading, uh, you know, Peppa Pig, you know, kids programming, stuff that's supposed to be safe. There's always going to be a way. If somebody is so determined to do something, they are going to find a way to do it. They're going to, or at least attempt it. So, does that mean you need to cancel the phone plan, take all the technology away and, and all that stuff? No. Does that mean you need to ban your kid from playing Minecraft and Fork Knife and all that stuff? No. That's not what it means. It's not what it means. I just mean there's always going to be stuff. There's always going to be junk out there. And if you live your life in fear, then obviously, you know, you're not going to experience the all the good that life has to offer. Same goes for your kids. 
but there is responsible ways to do it. And uh, so don't freak out. It's okay. Just make sure that you are monitoring uh, things that your kids are doing. And uh, I love how this mom puts it in this article, the, uh, the, the Karen uh, Blatcher in this article. She says, no one, whether they call themselves Momo or Joe or Bozo the Clown, no one can know <laughs> who you are or how old you are or where you live or where you go to school if you don't tell them. I love it. There's not, there's, nobody can put a curse on you. Nobody can hurt your family. Nothing like that. If you don't tell them. So make sure that your kids know. Do not give anybody your personal information. Don't give them your number. If you don't know what the situation, if you don't know what the app is or who the number is, respond. I mean, you don't tell them. It's the old, you know, don't talk to strangers. You don't have to do that. So remember that, I mean, a lot of threats are empty. A person on the internet can only see what you show them. Um, and they can only hear what you tell them. They can only take what you give them. So they're, I mean, all they're trying to do is just trying to trick you. It's the old don't talk to strangers, but now it's don't talk to strangers online, right? So just make sure that the kids know they have the power, and so do you, parents. You have the power to make sure this doesn't happen to you. Whether it's, you know, whether it's Momo or Pozo the Clown. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, but anyway, make sure your kids know what is appropriate and what is not appropriate. You don't have to tell them inappropriate things. You don't have to show them the inappropriate things, but it, at least give them that good judgment. At least raise them with that good judgment that if they see something or if they hear something that, mm, that doesn't sound good. I don't, this doesn't sound right. Then yes, stop watching it. Go to a grown up. Report it to YouTube. There's like ways to report it. You can do that. And if somebody on YouTube says that they can hurt you, don't believe them. It's okay. Or if somebody on an app says that, you know, as long as, as long as there's nothing personal posted or whatever, there's no way they can, they can get to you at all. Okay. It's just, Stuff like this is just out there to scare and trick people. Uh, if it's true, if it's not true, it doesn't matter. It's just out there to scare people. E even if it is true, you have the power. Parents have the power. Kids still have the power that they don't have to fall victim to it. So if anything, I would say use this as an opportunity to... Just make sure that you talk to your kids about internet safety and just things on the internet. Whether, you know, Momo's real, not real, who cares? Whether it's real or not, but there's always some challenge, there's always going to be some sicko that tries to, you know, circumvent the system and try to hurt somebody else. Whether it's, you know, adults to kids or adults to adults, just make sure that your children understand good internet safety, good internet habits. As parents, I mean, you, you do the best you can. You put up those filters, you put up the, you know, the firewalls and things like that. You put those up. Um, but, you know, there, there's, if somebody is seriously, seriously trying to do something, they will, I mean, it, they'll find a way around it. But you have all the power in your hands as parents. 
And kids too. Kids have the power. But they need to be trained. Train up a child in the way they should go. When they get old, they will not depart from it. So as parents, what kind of stuff can you look for as we're wrapping up here? What kind of things can you look for? What kind of apps are out there? Um, Obviously, I mean, you know, pretty much every kid is on Instagram and Snapchat. Uh, Kids don't really do Facebook, but there's a couple out there that still do Facebook. Twitter, maybe. I don't know. Um, Things like that. Uh, What was the one I said earlier? Um, Oh, it was Tick. It was Musically. Now it's TikTok. Uh, Watch out for Tinder. Uh, There's one called Omegle, O-M-E-G-L-E. Whisper, Ask.fm. Snapchat is... um, Snapchat's kind of the big one, but there, I mean, you never know. Kick, K-I-K, is a messenger. Um, What's the one now? I I love this one, uh, Marco Polo. Um, That's where you can shoot little uh, live videos and send them back and forth to people. Um, It's a video messaging app. But mm, yeah, that could be taken advantage of real simply. So again, just be open and honest with your kids. Make sure you educate yourself on the apps that are on their phones and on their devices. And always ask, you know, if, if they're gaming or something like that, if they're gaming with somebody and you say, just make sure you know who they are gaming with. And if they say, oh, it's so-and-so that lives in Germany. Okay, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. And if they say, oh, it's, it's my friend Steve from school. Okay, hopefully you know Steve and that's fine. But you parents are in control. You are in control. You paid for it. You pay for the internet, you pay for the lights, you pay for the roof over the head, you pay for the phone, you pay for you pay for it. You have the right to say it. You have the right to do it. Trust me. It'd be better in the long run. You might have a couple of nights of screaming and crying or whatever, a little resentment. I'd rather have a child mad at me than no child at all. But that's just, that's me. So, friends, I want to thank you for joining me today here on this episode of Chris in the Classroom. And uh, as always, if you want to keep up with me, if you want to keep up with any news and updates and uh, any new podcast episodes or videos or uh, blogs and articles, anything, any news that I have to share, go to Chris, I'm sorry, go to iBullyU.com, iBullyU.com, and uh, I will keep in touch every now and then. Don't worry, everything I send is safe. So you don't have to worry about any crazy challenges coming from me. The only challenges I would send out is a kindness challenge. Um, but And then if you want me to uh, come and transform the way your school or the way your, your child's school does bullying, go to chrisintheclassroom.com. chrisintheclassroom.com. So thank you all so much for joining me. And class is dismissed. <laughs>